0: Hello friends, welcome to Thinking About Food with me, your host and resident chef Joe Dibley. Now, I'm going to start doing some podcasts, how crazy is this? Uh, I don't know how often I'm going to do them, I'm not sure, We're going to see how it goes and see what you guys think. But basically on this channel, my plan is to talk about all things to do with food and drink. Um, And... You know, I am a chef. I've been a chef for 10 years now. Um, So I feel like I've got a fair amount of knowledge that I can share with you guys, whether it's recipes or just knowledge about ingredients or produce or seasonality. Um, So, yeah, hopefully I can give you guys, you know, some things to take away. Um, I've got a little bit of a plan, a little bit of a vision. Hopefully I can start to, um, you know, if this sort of picks up a little bit, we can start to get some special guests on board. Um, you know, so for example, I've got, um, a couple of family members that are, um, really, really into their, really into their fitness, uh, really into their like weight, weightlifting, CrossFit, etc. Um, so hopefully we can get them on board and, um, ask them some questions about healthy eating and how to, how to go about that. Um, and what's the best way. Um, and then in return, hopefully I can give them some knowledge of how to make healthy food more interesting, you know, um, rather than just boiled rice and chicken maybe we can sort of spice some things up a bit and not only help them out but help you guys out you know if any of you are looking to to get healthier and uh, work in the gym and you know and are struggling with the food aspect side of things then hopefully i can help you out um and and again i have lots of other people i like to get on board that um that i know throughout the hospitality industry whether it's chefs or waiters waitresses managers etc it'd be really good to get them uh, on the show and talk about um, sort of what happens behind the scenes, what, what makes a restaurant tick, what, what, you know, how does the engine room, the kitchen work, um, you know, why are places successful, why aren't places successful. Um, and again, hopefully that'll give you guys some knowledge, maybe if any of you are looking to do something in the hospitality industry, you'll learn, and if you're going out to eat, maybe you'll have a little bit more of a, of, of a background knowledge, you'll understand, maybe why did this food take this long to cook, why am I waiting. Um, maybe you'll get a bit more of a um, an insight and a and a respect, uh, or maybe not. I don't know, but we'll we'll, we'll find out, I guess, along the way. Um, so yeah, I mean yeah. So I've got a plan to get a lot, of quite a few guest speakers on. And again, if if any um, if any of you guys want to want to come on the show and sort of get a point across, um, and we can have a debate about it, and and hopefully help each other out, and in turn help everyone else out um, please get in touch, um, you can get at me on my email at chef at joedibley.com, which is J-O-E-D-I-B-L-E-Y, chef at joedibley.com, um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's enough about that, I think what we'll be doing every episode is we'll sort of generally have a subject, um, that we'll talk about for a bit, and we'll fluff it out in between with, with some other bits and pieces, um, so today's subject what i'm going to talk about is something that i'm really really passionate about and i really want to share some of my knowledge about it and um you know hopefully get some people on board doing the same thing that i am um so what it is is local and seasonal produce now when i say local and seasonal produce this can mean a vari- a various amount of things um so I mean, both of them go together hand in hand, which is why I put them together and why we're going to talk about them together. So um, when we talk about seasonal food, um, I'm firstly, I'm mainly talking about fruit and vegetables, Um, mainly because um, when we talk about meat and fish, um, it's it's very accessible nowadays. Um, Maybe fish a bit less, but definitely meat, you know. Uh, beef and uh, sorry, beef and pork you can get all year round, and and it will be from your country of origin. Um, whereas, well, it will be from the UK anyway. Whereas, you know, maybe lamb is a bit different. You know, you only really want to be ordering or buying lamb sort of late spring, early summer to get that really nice English lamb. Um, but um, yeah, so seasonal food. Um, I'm mainly gonna be talking about fruit and vegetables and mainly talking about fruit and veg from this country. So from England, uh, which is where I'm from, um, or just from your country of origin. Obviously you can get seasonal food in lots of other countries and they get ordered into the, you know, they get shipped over, but we're tying this in with local produce as well. So, which is why I'm talking about seasonal food from your country of origin. Um, Why is it important? Um, Well, let me tell you. if uh, what okay one like massive misconception is when you go to a supermarket um or when normal people let me let me say that go to a supermarket um and buy fruit and vegetables what a lot of you don't understand or what a lot of people don't understand is that um you know that that fruit and vegetables have a seasonal time of year when they're when they are grown the most or when they are only grown um so you know, if you're not buying fruit and veg from the specific time of year that it is grow that it is cropped, then it's going to be a damn sight more expensive. It's not probably It's probably not going to be from this country. It's going to come from some other country and shipped over, um, which is going to get like you know, which is going to be more expensive anyway because it's got a shipping tax and things like that. Um, so. Okay, so for example, let me explain myself, is let's talk about asparagus, right? Asparagus has become really up and coming recently. It's really, uh, it's really popular. Everybody loves it. You see it in loads of restaurants, blah, blah, blah. But the thing is with it is it's got a very short window when it's in season. So, which is about, I think it's roughly around April, May time, um, is when you're only going to get English asparagus. But everyone seems to buy it all year round from the supermarket. And everyone knows that asparagus is super expensive. You know, well, it's fairly expensive. You know, and again, the reason for that is because it's not in season. When you're buying it in for, for your Christmas starter, it's you know you're buying asparagus from Peru that is really like those really wide, thick asparagus that are really stringy, not very nice, don't taste of much, and um, and and yeah, it's it's never as good and it's going to be you're going to pay a lot more whereas if you wait sorry if you wait till um you know when it's in season if you hold out and it could almost be like a little treat every time that we get to a certain time of year when certain produce is in season if you wait to eat it till that point then, one, it becomes a treat, you appreciate it a lot more. Two, it's so much better. It's, you know, it's got so much more flavour. And three, it's got less food miles. It's from your local vicinity or whatever. Um, So I think, yeah, that's a kind of rough idea of what I'm trying to get across is why seasonal produce is important, why it's important to eat seasonal produce. Now, you know, lots of people don't know what's in season, of course. Now, we have the you know, the glory and benefit of Google. You can Google a lot of things. There's an excellent website called, um, I think it's called eat the seasons, um, which is for the UK. It's a UK website. Um, and basically it's like a dial with, you know, January all the way around to December. You click it on, you click on each month and it'll tell you fruit, uh, vegetables. Um, it'll tell you, uh, meat and fish as well. I believe. I mean, I'll tell you what's in season that month. um, I can't remember if it tells you any more details, but I also have a, another I also have a book which is a fairly famous book within kitchens, like professional kitchens. Yeah, I think it's just called um, I think it's just called seasonal food. Um, you can probably pick it up at you know Waterstones or um, or on Amazon or something like that. But that's really really good book because it'll exp- it, it's actually a book that explains a lot more about seasonal food and about why it's important and where you, where seasonal food where certain foods are from around the country. But again, it has a table where it shows you what's in season every month. But it will give you a description of um, like seasonal treats. So like you know something that's only in season really briefly, or um, it will give you an examples of what's in season next month or so you can get yourself prepared and things like that it's a really good tool and i think you know i think everybody could benefit from learning a bit more about seasonal food because at the end of the day you know a lot of people think oh that's just pretentious but well no because you will save a lot more money um and you will get much better food by getting seasonal produce so that's why i think that's super important to do so um now i mean this ties in quite nicely with moving on to local produce um so when i talk about local local produce or local food local drink um i kind of split it into sort of two categories you can we can talk about um, local produce from your country of origin because i mean it's still local it's still the country you live in you're still not buying food from other countries so you're not um you're reducing food miles um you know and you are being more in touch with what's grown on the soil that you live on um, so I think that's really important um, but then also we can talk about um, uh, what I call hyper local produce which is you know produce from your uh, local you know from where you live so from your town village city um, and its surrounding area let's say like five miles or something so I think um, you know personally when i'm uh, in a professional capacity when i'm in a kitchen as a chef writing menus and sourcing suppliers i tend to go i first you know tend to go down the hyper local route i try and find people within my immediate um area that um can produce uh something that i need for my menu um and i'll approach these guys and talk to them and 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 yeah, form a relationship and and stuff. But so once I've done that, there's obviously going to, you know, you're very limited to your local area or you're limited to where you live. So you're never going to get everything you need um, within five miles. You're just, it's never going to happen. So um, I then, you know, so I live in Devon. So then what I then do is branch out um, to my county. So I try and source produce from the county that I live in. Um, and again then if I can't if I there's still some stuff that I can't get within my county then I'll branch out to um, What's called the West Country or the West of England? I guess or the Southwest of England which is where I live, Um, you know, so you know Cornwall Devon Dorset Somerset Bristol area Um, like you know I'll then branch out to those kind of places and try and Get all my produce within that, you know, obviously there's probably going to be the odd random ingredients, but that, that you can't, but I will try my hardest to get everything I possibly can from my immediate local area. So why is it important to to buy local produce? Um, well firstly, I mean it helps these guys out. It helps out these small independent businesses. independent businesses um, you know struggle they struggle a lot more because they get crushed by these big corporate, um, you know supermarkets and things like that. So I think it's really important to help out these people. Um, you know, and uh, not only that, as you get to meet new people, you get to meet people, especially if they're hyper local. You get to meet people within your community. Um, you know, it's it's amazing um, the amount of people that you meet and how nice these people are that that do all these things and how generous, what generous, but how um, um, what's the word, how. Or just how pleased they are if you go and use their service. You know, they're, they're very much like that. So, um, like, for example, so I have a farm that down the road, uh, which is, I think, literally like three miles from where I live um, and from the uh, hotel that I work at. Um, and it's a, it's a farm called Hallwood Farm. Um, there's two guys, a, well, a woman and a, a man and a wife that run it, uh, Richard and Ruth. And uh, they're lovely people. And, you know, I wouldn't have met them if I wasn't, thinking about ordering local produce to my place of work um and you know i went and i've met them many times and they're really lovely people and we formed a very good relationship together um you know they know what i want and i know what they can give um and you know and you'll find this with a lot of places you know all these local producers you know if you actually get to know them and and buy stuff from them um you know the benefits ensue because you know they might Uh, procure uh, certain items for you that you can't get anywhere else. Um, You know, maybe occasionally they'll throw things in for free or, you know, because they are so much different from your big corporate company that it's just like, you must buy this product and that is it. Like, you know, so I'm not saying this happens everywhere, but, you know, you're more likely for that to happen. Um, I think, you know, so that's why I think it's really super important. And I think a lot of you, I think a lot of people will be, pleasantly surprised at how much is around your local area you know i think nobody really knows or lots of people don't really know or understand uh what produce surrounds them um you know they just think the easy convenient cheap option is to go to the supermarket um and buy the same stuff over and over again well when you know don't get me wrong yes that is convenient of course um maybe the downside to local produce is it's slightly less convenient maybe you have to travel maybe you have to drive to your local farm maybe you have to drive to your butchers then to your your bakery um you know of course that that is more effort but you know if you plan your days put a bit more um love and passion into what you put into your mouth then you know it becomes easier it becomes a a a process it becomes a um a way of your life you know so um I think it's really really important and i think you should look around because like i said you'll be very surprised and the thing is like as i mentioned earlier we have the you know likes of google now go on google maps have a look around um you know your local town village whatever and find find some local farms find some local producers butchers whatever Um, and go and speak to them. You'll be amazed at, you know, like I said, how nice these people are and at the end of the day, they're not going to hate you if you don't buy anything. You can just go in there, have a, have a talk, find out how much things are, get some prices going, maybe do your own little bits of comparison and things like that, you know, and I think you'll be surprised because I think the one big misconception is that everyone believes that food like that is going to be way more expensive than a supermarket. Well, yes, don't get me wrong, it might be way more expensive than the likes of Lidl's or Asda or things like that, but when you come when we come to like Tesco's and Sainsbury's and Waitrose and things like that, I I I don't think it is. You know, I think that um you know, this local produce it can be especially if it's seasonal, can be cheaper or if not at least the same or around the same price, but that's fine because you're getting a much better product. You know, you Like, have you gone to a local farm and eaten one of their carrots and then gone to your supermarket and eaten a carrot? Oh, my God. The difference is unbelievable. I know you might be thinking, no, it's not. Surely not. But I promise you that it is. And that goes for all produce. And even, you know, down to, like, meat from butchers and and fish from a fishmonger. And if you go to a cheesemonger, go get some, like, local cheese. Like, it's just amazing. It's so much better than what you buy in a supermarket. And I think it's, it's, I'm really passionate about it because obviously I'm a chef I use produce all day every day and I can't do my job without produce no matter how good a chef you are you know unless you have really good quality produce then you're not going to go very far you're not very really going to create the most amazing dishes because that's always the star of the show you know is the local produce especially again with fruit and vegetables so you know I think everyone should look into it a little bit more um and understand um, and understand it a bit more, and just get to know people. Um, obviously, another big benefit of of going to your um, local producer is, um, you know, is for your local economy. Um, because if you're putting your money, if you're giving your money to, say, you know, Bill and Ben from the local farm down the road, um, if you're giving them your money and buying their produce, right, that money lines their pockets. They're then gonna go out in your local area most likely or at least most of the time and spend that money you know whether it's on um going out to a local restaurant which in turn puts that money into your local restaurant you know as long as it's an independent restaurant as we talked about earlier but um i think you know that's so important um because you know the money circulates around your local um community and it helps it out so much so much more um so that's you know another big big benefit um to be honest when i you know, I was thinking about talking about this for a little while, and and I've done a, I've done a blog on my website, which is joejbly dot com. Uh, just putting that in there. Um, I've done a blog on there bef- uh, where I sort of wrote up as a couple of pieces of A four about about the importance of s- local seasonal produce, and um, and actually I did a blog on Hallwood Farm as well, in particular about you know how great they are, um, but. Um, when I was thinking about writing this, I sort of thought, well, wh- wh- what is the downsides, you know, to to doing this? You know, obviously, as we spoke about, yes, maybe convenience. Yes, maybe it's sometimes a bit more expensive. But realistically, there is next to no downsides. Like, and I don't know why more people aren't doing it. Um, you know, I think it's just so, so important. And I can't express that enough. Um, so, yeah. do, do you know what? I and mean, the other thing is is the amount of really cool, quirky, different places as well that do that are local, you know. So, for example, around me, like, you know, and I'm sure this applies to all over the country. There'll be you'll find your own weird, quirky, local producer or supplier, you know. So around me, you know, I've got one. There's a place called Boom Kitchen, which um, make uh, curry kits, which are just really cool. And they make them from all like um, their own like toasted fucking spices. Um and stuff, so, uh, you know, I think that's really cool, and then there's also, um, a, a, a place called Cracking Nuts that make, um, they roast all their own nuts and do different blends, they've got, like, vanilla-flavoured ones, and chilli and lime, and, you know, so that's another one, and then, you know, I found a, a, a chocolate supplier in, uh, Cornwall that makes, um, uh, that makes. Uh, one particular chocolate which they make from, what is it called, a gauze flower, uh, which is um, a big yellow spiky bush that you find all over Dartmoor um, and around Devon and Cornwall. I guess you find it in other places too, but um, it's like the most aggressive looking bush you've seen in your life, and if you fall in it, then God help you. But um, it has these most amazing um, yellow flowers that smell of coconut like. It's unbelievable how far away you can smell them. Um, but, you, you know, i I don't know who decided that, well, let's just eat that flower. you know, maybe because it smells of coconut, but um, I've eaten one before, and it kind of doesn't taste of an awful lot. It has a slight almondy taste weirdly um, but anyway, this chocolate supplier have taken this um' I've taken these flowers and and made it into a chocolate, which I think is just a great way of utilizing. Um, you know, produce from the land and turning, you know, in a in a in an independent local producer. Um, you know, so I think that's great. Um, but there's there's tons. You know, I've just given you a few examples there, but there is loads. Um, and you know, I'm sure there's tons around where you live as well. So wherever you're listening from, so please do go make this make this a job. Maybe next week or something like that. You know, set set aside an hour to have a look at what is around in your local area what producers are about um and, and maybe planning to go visit a couple of them just go and have a chat you don't have to buy anything just go find out some more and you might discover and find a passion for it you might discover and learn things you didn't know and um and that'll make you want to do it more um so yeah i mean that's essentially that i'll wrap that up there this this subject this um um this episode, I guess we'll call it of local seasonal produce. If you guys have any more questions or um, if you, uh, you know, if you have any more questions or if you have any suggestions or if you have any, any input um, that we can maybe talk about next time, then please do just email me at um, uh, chef at Joe com, uh, As I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Um, and yeah, maybe, you know, not even just to do with today's episode. If you have any suggestions for future episodes, um, things you want to hear about, you want to learn about, um, you know, maybe there's some recipes you want to know please just pop me an email pop me a message um, and uh, I can go through them and we can hopefully talk about them next time um, but yeah for now I need to go away I need to think about what my next episodes are going to be hopefully I'll get some input from you guys um, and we'll go from there but yeah it's, it's been great and um, thank you thank you very much this has been Thinking About Food with Joe Dibley and goodbye friends